0: Good morning. After the great presentation of Leila and Chris, I hope I'm able to give you even further insights on circular design. I'm already 10 years working in this area, and at the time, the word circular economy didn't even exist. At the time, it was actually cradle-to-cradle, and I was able to make use of the technical aspects behind the cradle-to-cradle concept in electronics, and we developed like coffee makers, uh, uh, kettles, televisions, really strictly staying to the cradle-to-cradle principles. Then I moved into textiles and fashion, and then a whole new aspect came into account, the social inclusion and the social uh, consequences of all our decisions, especially in the developing countries. And now I'm uh, able to take it to a whole region, which is called Circular Friesland. To give you a first insight, you're looking at a unique container. I'm sure that many of you have or know such a container like this. In Holland, we use this container actually to gather our household waste. Um, And all of these containers were once made out of virgin plastics, which is made out of oil, which is a limited resource. Now, already mentioned earlier, if we uh, continue to Produce and consume the way we do, we end up with a huge, huge pile uh, of uh, unusual, un- unused plastics, which end up in the ocean, as Chris just mentioned. Um, so nowadays, many of these containers are already made from old containers, which is a huge step forward. Um, however, that's not too difficult to do because it's a mono-stream uh, uh, recycling it still leaves us with a huge pile of all kinds of different qualities of plastic, which are unused. So what we try to do in Friesland is uh, set up an industry where all these different qualities of plastics are given new applications again. And this container is actually made out of plastics from our own household waste. We now produce the first hundred, uh, with 30% of, it, uh, of its plastics from household waste, and that's unique. We developed the first 100 to t- f- test the prototype, and now we're upscaling to provide every Frisian citizen with its own container made out of its own waste. Let me introduce Friesland. Friesland is a region up in the north of the Netherlands, and it actually has its own flag and its own language. It's known for dairy, water, and ice skating, and um, the people are described as down-to-earth, independent, and a little bit stubborn. And these are actually very helpful traits if you want to do things differently and develop towards a circular economy. And the Frisians are very ambitious. They want to become one of the leading uh, regions in Europe on circular economy in 2025. And Circular Friesland is organizing this. In 2015, about 20 companies sat together uh, the CEOs actually said, look, we really want to develop a different economy where there's more social inclusion, more job creation, where we uh, drive out the concept of waste altogether. And uh, they put the first efforts together and uh, in, in reasoning through what it would mean. Today, almost 50 organizations are member of this. And these range from big and small companies, as well as university and other knowledge institutes, the local government, municipalities and NGOs. And they all work together in a program to really make this circular economy come alive. Circular Friesland focuses on eight themes, ranging from agriculture, biomass, food, plastics, construction, water, transportation, all the way up to events. And um, uh, on those, we have different programs. Now, what does circular economy mean to us? And it's already stated also in the previous presentation. It means that at this moment, you reason through the design and the consequences of all decisions in time, not on a short-term notice. Linear economy usually takes into account uh, what is used at the present. And that's where it uh, aims for. Circular economy makes you think what happens to it in one year time, five years time, ten years time, and all these consequences we already try to take into account in the design at Pransens. Because of that, we prevent a lot of collateral damage, like waste, pollution, energy loss, or social exclusion. So to me, actually, circular economy is an abstract word again. I try to refer to it as a common sense economy, because deep in our heart, we already know these kind of things. However, it's not simple. Chris already showed this as well. It's about two cycles, and within Friesland, we really try to stick in those two cycles, not mix them, because already by mixing them, you create many of these collateral damages. Um, and Then we look at integral propositions. We take the concept of people, planet, profit, and divide it in seven characteristics. One of them is looking into materials and resources, and never treat them as waste. We uh, eliminate the concept of waste, but we really look at all the specs which they currently have, and provide material passports with the products we develop. We look at renewable energy, we look at the impact on biodiversity, but as well as uh, on cultural diversity. Uh, We try to uh, provide multi-level value beyond the economic value, so social inclusion, the quality of life, how does it affect this, and um, all of this Uh, We start with developing a 100% circular proposition. We really dream big and uh, shoot for the stars. And that we put as our ambition on a positive impact roadmap at 2025. Then we reason through crucial tipping points. Tipping points are like, what is the legislation currently hampering uh, driving towards a circular economy? Um, what is needed to really create a renewable energy infrastructure. All these tipping points we try to reason through already at this moment. And a very crucial step is actually, together with all the stakeholders, reasoning through the starting points and principles. Because the more you do that at start, the better you know each other and you know what game everyone plays at that moment. And that's really insightful in designing through, from multiple perspectives, circular propositions. At Current State, we look also at the baseline. What you see here is actually a resource stream analysis. We looked into all our streams getting into Friesland and then uh, in what kind of sectors they were used, and then what were the output uh, streams of that. And this we mapped on a circular potential analysis. Over here you see where outputs from one company, like biomass, can be input for another company to produce energy or plastics or wooden panels in construction. Or how the heat from someone's production uh, can be used actually as input for energy from other for another company. Then we really showcase concrete results. Every month we have a circular cafe where uh, the theory of circular economy is presented on stage. Uh, by experts, and at the same time, we use it as an innovation platform. So people are able to pitch their story and ask help and support from the audience, please help me further along. And that's where a lot of uh, new interactions already happen. We have an exhibition where people can uh, touch and feel concrete products and see what it already can do. Very important for construction. Um, we invite all our members to change their buying and set cr- circular criteria in their buying. Especially for the government, we ask them to f- today 10% but in the next years, range it up to 25 50% to have all their buying, which means office supplies, uh, housing, etc., to set circular criteria. And we have our own little circular conference next month uh, to showcase what we've done so far few of these areas, circular plastics, what we're now developing is an infrastructure from collecting to sorting to cleaning. Cleaning is very important in a circular economy, the washing industry, to get uh, it as clean as possible, and then create all kinds of applications from that, ranging from high-level products again, which is actually the container, because it has to stand the waste truck uh, uh, damage, But we also made a small item, and it might seem insignificant, but uh, by taking out the organic waste out of the household waste, you dramatically improve the batch of plastics. So we're educating all the citizens of Friesland, please take out all your organic waste and put it aside, because immediately the quality of your household waste will improve. But we also make fun applications from the lower uh, quality of plastics. This is actually a marble tile, and every year we have a Day of Sustainability. And last year, we gave to all the uh, 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 junior schools marble tiles where they can play marbles, uh, including with a story on plastic, which was read at the Day of Sustainability. Another theme is construction. So we have a lot of uh, um, uh, construction companies in Friesland and we train them to what does it make, what does it mean to make a circular uh, building? Uh, uh, we aim for uh, carbon neutral, even carbon positive. Um, we set up uh, uh, um, an inventory of all the materials already available and how they can be reused again. And uh, we just uh, finished the first batch of 100, uh, uh, house, uh, 100 buildings, housing for the social uh, social housing, where people can actually live underneath 500 to 600 euro. These houses are up to 70% circular, so every part of it can be used again and again in time. But we also run in ridiculous legislation at the time, because Uh, the the public office who also looks in the the design actually first asked us to put chimneys on these houses because this was an area where there used to be chimneys on the houses. However, it's an energy-positive house. It doesn't require any chimneys anymore. So that's the kind of things you then need to change into the system. We had a challenge for a really difficult innovation and we got... Uh, from all over the world, uh, uh, circular techniques to include in the house. We look into the food. It's not 40% waste with us, it's actually 35%, but we looked in how we can actually uh, uh, reduce that even further. We uh, included the health insurance company already to educate their consumers with it. Uh, We had programs with hospitals, etc to improve the taste of food, and we actually learned it improved the recovery of those people uh, in the hospitals. Um, Chris mentioned it as well. We have our own beer. It's made out of bread rests. And now somebody drank the beer and said, uh, "Okay, I'm going to make bread again from your leftover. So we're really making circular uh, food in that sense. But we also look in a much more difficult area. A lot of ground all over the world is getting more salty yeah, because of this uh, in Bangladesh and Pakistan. And we're experimenting actually uh, with crops being able to grow on um, uh, salty grounds. And actually, they're much more tasty and have higher nutrient values. And we really tried to educate everything, everyone that the most crucial aspect in a circular economy is actually the vitality of the soil. There is where it all starts. Next year, we have our own Symphony of Soils event. Then last thing, we use um, events as a kind of mini-society. We have multiple events all over the year, and we use those events to validate all the concepts, because you get immediate feedback on what we are developing. And we're very lucky, because next year, we are the cultural capital of Europe, so we have many, many people from all over the world to uh, validate what we are actually doing. The concept behind that is called InnoVest, um, as uh, we say. um, by giving you this presentation, I hope I made clear it is actually a common sense economy and at the same time it is very well doable. It starts indeed with the mindset, understanding the principles of circular economy at start and included in your design all the way uh, from the start. And uh, as we say in Frisian, Friesian, thank you very much and uh, till next time.